Welcome to Becoming Iconic, a global multimedia and mentorship brand that will lift you into having the most exceptional lifestyle and business. I am your host, Jen Spiegel, and as a mom of four, a seven-figure high-performance mentor, editor of a magazine, and the host of this top podcast, I have a lot to share with you. This podcast has been created to talk about all of those things that will support you in both your life, business, as well as leadership. I believe in having a life and business that gives you ultimate fulfillment, and this gets to be your reality. That's why most conversations here will shift many of the paradigms that you've likely been participating in. Be ready to be stretched in both your thinking and in your doing. You will hear advice and wisdom from my 16 plus years of experience building businesses globally alongside of raising a family. And you'll also hear from many other industry moguls. Don't forget to follow on your favorite social media platform. It's simply Becoming Iconic. And while you're there, check out the most recent edition of the Becoming Iconic magazine. I just want you to know something. You're in the right place. And I want to thank you for being here. It's natural this time of year that you reflect on the year past and the lessons, the memories, the celebrations, the gratitude, and also some of those times for me specifically where I literally felt like I was on my knees praying and asking for guidance because I was so vulnerable, so exposed. I felt at times like I didn't know the next move. And it was such an interesting reflection to look back at the year and realize that all of those moments, the down on my knees moments were what created the catalyst to what you're seeing right now and becoming iconic. It was necessary. And so I wanted to share this on the other side. So you have heard podcasts on me losing my social media nearly a year ago now and what that was like, what that felt like. So I suggest you roll back to about March, April of 2022 if you want to hear the mess when I was like in it, in the deep end of figuring out how to do this again and rebuild this again and the feelings and all of the triggers that were created as a response to that that moment. But I wanted to give you a perspective on the other side because I feel like I am definitely on the other side of this now and there's some really beautiful revelations that have come through this. And I wanted to offer this to you at the beginning of a year so that you walk through this year expecting to be uncomfortable if in fact these goals, this vision that you've casted for yourself is truly what you desire. So when I opened up 2022, my word was more. I wanted more of everything in my life. I thought there's more capacity to me and I really want to reap and soak in as much as I can this year. And when you declare something big like that, it is naive to believe that all of that's just going to happen naturally. You're just going to, you know, acquire more of everything and it's going to be simple and it's not going to be uncomfortable at any points. Of course, Of course, when you ask for big things, you're going to have a response on either side of that equation because I believe we are made in those moments where we feel really exposed, really uncertain, where we have fears and doubts and worry. Those moments, those those kind of comeback moments are what get to define our leadership. And it was likely one of the most pivotal moments in my career to lose my social media last year. It was a complete invasion. So the sad part is I will never get back those pictures, those memories, and 
the words, the journey I expressed for 10 years. I also realized that most of that community, the tens of thousands of people, some of them came along and and have been a part of this and this recovery and this rebuild, but many weren't. And I needed to grieve that a little bit, but I also realized that I had outgrown some of that community. Some of that community knew me circa 2008, 2010. And although we have great adoration for each other, we had outgrown each other. So there was this cleanse that happened through losing my social media. But above and beyond that, it's what it created in terms of the catalyst. And I wanted to give you these five things so that when you hit those moments on your knees this year, because it's going to happen if you are really capturing life and business, if you are really going after all the things you desire, we must know there's going to be interruption, disruption, and these big emotionally charged moments. So let's just know that. But I want to give you this so that when that moment hits, you remember my voice and you remember me telling you that this was for you and this is the catalyst to that next version and what you are desiring. It's the trust in that that is so necessary. So what I realized through losing my social media and a year later, looking back, reflecting, and actually showing great gratitude for that moment was, number one, I had outgrown what was. So what I was sitting on and and standing in was pure and good and wonderful, but I had definitely outgrown that brand, that version, that sort of um, idea of becoming iconic. It was a great moment. It was wonderful, but I had outgrown it. I knew there was more, but I had, if I'm being honest, settled into the current and past successes. So that's what social media can do, right? When you have followers, you know that I don't like calling them that. It's it's a community. But in the terms of the social media, you have these followers, but they're yesterday's followers. And it's not something to lean back on and sort of take advantage or take for granted. That's probably a better way of saying it. It's nothing to take for granted because yes, they chose to be a part of your community, but your responsibility in that is to constantly reinvent, constantly add value and to really edify and be in relationship with these people. Okay. That's an important factor of this. It's like nothing in social is to be taken for granted. And I think we take a lot of it for granted. We, we lean in on our past successes. So I had been doing that. I'm just being honest. I, I didn't intentionally know that until it was stripped away, but it, it really did sort of give me this fresh set of eyes to be like, oh, wow, there's, there's more to this. And I was comfortable. I'm extremely uncomfortable now. So what am I going to do about it? So that was the first thing. It was really the brick in the head moment for me to realize that there is something here that needed to be disrupted and removed in order for something fresh and vibrant and really expansive to show up. And that was absolutely necessary for me in my journey. I really do believe that. I don't wish this upon anybody. (laughs) I don't wish to go through it again, but it absolutely, I know, was that moment to say, Jen, if you really want all these things and you, you really have this crystal clear vision of what you desire, what is right now is not what's going to get you there. And so for me, that stripping away of the social was the catalyst for that. A second thing is 
I really started to identify some gaps in my business, my executive team, the way I had been functioning in my business. Again, when you are settled into what you currently have, there's opportunity to have blind spots and we all have them. It's one of my favorite things to do with clients is identify those blind spots and fill in those gaps. Well, yes, I teach that, but there's sometimes in our own businesses where we're not necessarily seeing it. And that was a huge eye-opening experience for me to see some things that I had not noticed and probably wouldn't have noticed if it weren't for losing my social media. Isn't that interesting? So it was far beyond just the social platforms. This really led into and fed into my entire business. And so that being stripped away also stripped away a lot of my current business. And I had to rebuild even from the back end, the behind the scenes that none of you see specifically with my executive team. And that was necessary. It was, it was not easy. It was difficult and emotional as well. There was a lot all at once, but again, it was the foundation that I knew I didn't know at the time, I know now, <laughs> was necessary for me to create what, what you're seeing today. The other thing was it really provoked me to own Becoming Iconic. So I had named this company Becoming Iconic, and I, I knew it was the correct name because literally it was God-given. It was divine because it, these were not words that I used, but it kept coming up, and I will save that for another podcast another day. But what this did was actually have me be the evidence and an example of what I teach by becoming iconic. And that is becoming the greatest, best version of ourselves. I had a choice. I was at a crossroads. Number one is I could crumble, curl into the fetal position and really want to hide and feel sorry for myself. That would have been a really easy choice. The other choice was to be the phoenix rising and to stand up and show leadership and say, it's not what happens to us. It's what we do with these things that create the successes, the story, the journey that we are so proud of. And I chose to stand firmly in becoming iconic. I trademarked it. I decided it's no longer a personal brand. I am building an enterprise here and a massive global company. And so this is the time to declare that, stand in that, and make those shifts and changes. The fourth thing, which was really interesting I didn't expect, was that I healed my sisterhood wounds. I had been tiptoeing in my business and online in many ways because I was so fearful of gossip. I was so fearful of women lashing out. I've been fearful of that for a very long time and for very good reason. But what happened was I had all these women, some of them I didn't even know very well, stand up, support me, promote me, have me on their podcasts, share me on their social media. And I didn't have a very like sort of deep relationship with these women, but they came through and I got to experience that. And it really really healed my heart. It really did. I felt loved. I felt seen. I felt cared for. I felt held by other women and who had no interest. This didn't benefit them in any way, shape, or form. This was truly an example and this beautiful moment of women standing in community together and holding one another. I am so eternally grateful for that, and it has changed me. It has changed me not only in how I 
sort of released a lot of that fear and hesitation of being all of myself, but also it really sort of opened my eyes and my heart to how can I pay this forward and do this for others. And the last thing that it taught me on the other side is so many of you are feeling like growing your social media is hard. It's hard now. It's not like what it used to be. You know, you've got to do this or that. And you're all coming up with all these excuses, all of these reasons why it's not growing for you. And you're settling into that. Well, I can tell you right now, if you go to my social media, you can see with your own eyes that you can absolutely grow a big social media platform from scratch today. And as a matter of fact, it's in some ways works in your favor because the algorithm loves lots of momentum and conversation. And it happens when you weed the garden. And that's what actually occurred for me in my social. Yes, I had these tens of thousands of followers, but so many of them weren't seeing my my posts anymore. They were, again, those people that were from a past version of me and weren't engaged in where I was going. There was this weeding of garden to create space for the right people. And I have grown my socials to 5,000. Actually, it's well over that. It's just one platform in the matter of months. And what's so interesting to me, because I know what a lot of you are thinking, yeah, but you had tens of thousands of followers, so they all came back. Actually, I was hoping that was going to happen. I can't lie. But that's not what actually happened. These are, and yes, some of them are those loyal, beautiful community members that I am so grateful for. But the majority of these new heartbeats in the business are brand new to becoming iconic. And the right people the people that are seeing me in this version rising and building something big and beautiful. And I am so grateful for that. So don't be fearful and don't lean in on your past successes. Know that things are going to come towards you that are going to really disrupt you in this next year, but it is going to, on the other side, create something so spectacular because you walked it and you sometimes crawled through it. Because I'll be honest with you, there were moments I was crawling. I was not, you know, sort of marching through this. There were moments where I felt so vulnerable and so scared and worried because I am the sole provider of my family. And this, this business I'm building is far more than just a social media following. This is a legacy, a legacy that I want to create to impact others, but also that holds my family. This is our well-being. This matters to me in so many ways. So remember that you hold the power to write and experience and emulate the life you desire, to create great stories. And it's through stories of comeback that I often believe build us the most in leadership. This is what I believe most of us relate to each other with are these these stories. It's like, oh my goodness, I went through something like that too. Or you remember a story when it hits you, you're like, ah, I remember that podcast and you know that there's beautiful things on the other side of this. So I'm going to crawl today or I'm going to walk today or I'm going to own that there's something to this. And it's not to have me fail or to, you know, turn me and pivot me over here or to quit the business or leave the relationship. It's it's not necessarily that. What if it's to peel back the layers and show 
what's possible in such a fresh way. And that's what losing my social media in 2022 did. So know that we are wildly capable of overcoming everything. That's not going to always be easy, but it will always be worth it because it chisels you into the masterpiece that you're meant to be. So I'm going to leave that with you today. This was such a beautiful reflection for me to hold and have and be grateful for on the other side, because like I said to you, it was something that was very, very uncomfortable for a long time. And what is this year going to bring for you? What is going to be disrupted for us in order to open the doors and the floodgates to what's available, that vision that we see and the leader that gets to hold that? Go make it a great day. Thank you so much for being here. Your time and presence means the world to me. If you would be so kind to leave a five-star review so more people can learn about becoming iconic, that would be such an act of generosity. And please go download and read the newest version of the Becoming Iconic magazine available at becomingiconic.co.co. Now let's go make it a great day.